Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Amy Matsushima, who is the founder of Women of Crypto. She shares with us her journey into the NFT space and the incredible things she has planned in her roadmap. Let's do this. Hello, welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Hi, Medita. Hi, Jen FT. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous. Are you ready for your trip? You are leaving tomorrow. I am leaving on a jet plane and yes and no. <laughs> I'm, I've started packing, so that's good. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to sunny San Diego, leaving, you know, the beautiful island of Puerto Rico for sunny San Diego uh, for social media marketing world. It'll right. be fun. Yeah. I, I like how you just started packing because usually when I'm going on a trip, I like pack two weeks before. Is that weird? It might be weird. No, <laughs> I mean, so I actually, I'm surprised. I meant to start packing yesterday, but it, it didn't happen. And I spent a few hours today. I'm, I'm actually going for a couple weeks, so it's a little bit challenging, but I did check the weather and it's going to be a similar forecast in all the places I'm going. So I think, oh, I think it will be okay. And I can do laundry along the way. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's dive into news. I think we've got a good one today. Um, yeah. So you found this one. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the results are in, right? So we all just did our, our, our tax file or taxes for 2021. We're all closing oh, our book for 2021. <laughs> Well, not filed. We've got everything and sent it off to the guy who follows it. We've got a guy. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a guy as well. <laughs> yeah. So, but the reality is like people are closing their books and the results are in um, trading in NFT spiked over 21,000%. That's insane. In 2021. I know. I know. I mean, that's huge. Uh, 17 billion with the B. Yes. I'm going to share my screen here so you can see this here. Uh, hopefully you can see this on the screen. Yes. Yep. 17 billion in 2021. And I have to say like, if this isn't a sign that like this, this space is growing, I don't know what is. Mm -hmm. I love this. The key point here is people got better at making money from NFTs. That's uh, very important. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. I mean, it, the space is growing. I, I think once you once you dive into the space, it's like all you hear and what is that confirmation bias? So, um, like, there's a part of me that's like, how does the whole world not know about NFTs? But man, we are still so early, and there's still so many people that need to enter the space, especially women. And so, like, if if we see twenty one thousand percent increase um, into this space in twenty twenty one. I can't wait to see what that number is in 2022 and 2023 and 2024. It's just going right. to, I think, continue to skyrocket. Super exciting. Yeah, I agree. And it is, it's so true. We're so early in NFTs and I love, I love that we are, you know, leading the way in podcasting for women in NFTs. And I have to say, I'm really excited about our guest today, Amy from Women in Crypto. Uh, they've, I've been following, you know, their project, her project for a while. And I think uh, the art 
I, I really like the art and the fact that it's 3D. So what do you say? Absolutely. Let's bring her in. Cool. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Uh, we are excited to have Amy Matsushima with Women of Crypto here with us today. Hey guys. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we are so excited to have you on the show. So I want to do just a little background about you. From your bio, I'm reading that really you've been an entrepreneur your whole life. You say it all started in third grade when you were selling your own handcrafted bracelets. And <laughs> I, I read some other stuff that I thought was really cool that you are into boating and that's not <laughs> typically a female dominated, you know, uh, I guess, um, hobby. It's, it's not really a hobby for you, right? Um, well, it started off as a hobby because I've always like loved the ocean. Um, and then I remember like a few times I would try renting a boat and I had noticed that there was like a really big, like, there was, there was a huge niche for boat rentals in LA. And so that's when I decided I was like, oh, the entrepreneur me was like, oh my God, I should start a boat rental business. And so that's how it all got started. Very cool. So I I was, I also read, uh, you got involved in crypto NFTs in 2019. Is that right? Yes. In 2019. And and how did that, how did that, how did you get involved? How did you get into it? Where did it, where did it start? Well, naturally I was into like stocks for a while. So I was day trading from around like 2019 and then I got into crypto um, and obviously, like around 2021, when the whole NFT, like, like there was a whole NFT craze that started, um, mm-hmm. I ended up joining just because I was in the crypto space. And I followed like a lot of crypto influencers and like different like, you know, day trading influencers as well. And they would all talk about NFTs. And I was like, what is that? So it took me a while to actually get into it because I think for a while it just didn't really click with me. Um, and then I just remember like one day I just spent like just sitting down watching just like 12 hours, like straight back to back NFT videos. And finally, like something in my head clicked and I was like, this is really cool. Um, was there a was there a specific project or what what was it that that got you excited about it? Um, it was just like the concept of like trading NFTs that just got me excited about it. Um, I just think at first I thought it was like really weird that like you know for example like BAYC was selling for so much money and I was just so confused. Um, and so like once I finally like, sat down and just really learned like what an NFT is and like what like that is like a digital asset and you know and there was like a real culture behind it. Um, so I think like when I was like on the YouTube videos, I was like joining the discords and like looking them up on Twitter. And then like once we're like joining the communities and I would like, I would ask like millions of questions to these people. I'd be like, what is a whitelist? Like, what is this? What is that? And like, that's how I learned everything. Right. Because I feel like it can be seen very intimidating when you first join um, like the NFT world, because it's like, what's a metamask? Like, what's a whitelist? What's minting? Because it's like all these like, like words that you don't hear, yep. you know, day-to-day basis. And so I think that was like, it was just really like, the community aspect that really like lured me into the NFT space. That's, That's funny. We, uh, we did a, an episode fairly recently of all the terms because mm-hmm. it is, it's like learning a new language when you, when you get exactly. into NFTs and well, and crypto, but so what sparked the women of crypto? Um, so, I mean, first, you know, I started getting into NFTs like mid 2021 a lot of the projects I was investing into, well, the ones that I like to say, like, I really like the 3D art, like 3D art aspect of NFTs. Um, and a lot of them are obviously like geared towards like the male audience. So they all had like only male characteristics and they were all like 
you know, there were no female avatars at that time. And so also when I was like in the Discord communities, I noticed that there was like a big gender gap in the NFT space because whenever I'd be like talking to the guys, they'd be like, oh, hey, bro. Like, you know, just stuff like that. And then I'd be like, oh, no, I'm a always, and, they're like, always. and then they're like, no, you're not. Like, you're, you're catfish. Like, you're fake. You're, you're like a catfish. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you just want to get whitelisted. That's why you're saying you're a girl and you're posting this photo of yourself, like, as your profile picture. And so I thought it was a little bit weird because I wasn't really, like, obviously, like, I've, I've always been into things that weren't necessarily, like, a stereotypical, you know, like, what girls do, like, the boating aspect. But, um... I just I noticed that there was a huge gender gap in the NFT space and I wanted to be one of like the first like woman-led 3D avatar collections because at that time there weren't any. I love that. I love that. We're we're seeing that too. And in fact, we were just talking about an article where only five percent of the NFT artists are female. To me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to get more women in this space. So I want right. to take it back to uh, your entrepreneurial spirit. What sparks that? Um I don't know just ever since I was little I've been into like business so I'd always have like my small little business as a kid like when I was in elementary school like you guys mentioned earlier I would like be selling bracelets and I had like all my five friends during lunch like making the bracelets and I would be selling them um and then <laughs> in, high school, <laughs> in high school I had like my own bikini company I was doing e-commerce like you know obviously like the um drop shipping I had like a camera business at one point just like a bunch of random businesses um, and I just like, it, it always like gave me a reason. To, I don't know. It gave me like a reason to wake up every day. It was something I was very passionate about. And like, I could talk about for hours. And like, I also competed in business when I was in high school um, in something called DECA. So I was competing in like marketing, um, like along other like business students in high school, like along, like, uh, like amongst the US. Um, and that was something I was really passionate about. And I was president for my area at that time. So it's, I don't know. I've always like had a love and passion for it. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and so the NFT kind of what I I heard you say that you took your kind of love for stocks and investing stocks and trading stocks, and you, you kind of carried that over into the NFT space. Like what sparked the desire to get into the stock market? And and the thing that I'm trying to get at is like, you're, um, you're not afraid to step into male dominant industries. That is for sure. and, And evident. So like, why like why are you not afraid there's so many women that are afraid or intimidated by stepping into those male dominant spaces so talk to me about like really what's driving that um passion for kind of you know going outside the box I don't know I think it's because it's like I'm it's weird because I'm like a very girly person but I feel like sometimes I find myself having like I'm more bossy and like I think also growing up I saw like a lot of businessmen and I always looked up to them and I was always like you know I didn't I wasn't surrounded by too many businesswomen at that time which obviously like there are like a lot of really really powerful women in the space um but just like from my dad and like from like his perspective I only ever saw like businessmen so I was always like you know I want to be different like I want to be like them but I was you know obviously like a girl at that like not that time I still am a girl (laughs) but yeah I think it was just like from what I've seen growing up and I wanted to change that almost and just like have my own, you know, like my own lane that I was going towards. And I always knew like when I was in college that like this wasn't like really for me. Like I'm not the type of person to just like go like a very stereotypical, like typical path, even though I was like learning entrepreneurship. It was like I never felt like I fit in to like classes. I wouldn't really like listen to them. I mean, I did really well in school, but it was just very slow paced for me. And I always like to do things like outside, you know, of school and like have my own business and run my own thing. I just, I don't like listening to people. And that's like, I think that's like one of the flaws I have. It's also like one of like the best like attributes I have because like it helps drive my like entrepreneur like passion, but it's also like, 
I don't like listening to people. <laughs> it can be kind of hard sometimes for other people. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. So I want I want to know more about what you are doing with uh, the women of crypto, with crypto chicks and women who code, and this mission to educate and empower. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, so basically, we, we've donated like a percentage of our royalties for them. So we've donated already over like a hundred thousand dollars, and we've become Crypto Chicks' biggest sponsor. Um, so basically, like. Right now, we're able to fund like their events to run to teach about like how to sort of MetaMask or you know how to get into the crypto space and like the very basic like foundational things for women who are interested in the like crypto and NFT space that just don't know how to get into it. Um, and also, uh, at the Woman Who Code is also pretty similar where they offer like educational platforms, they host events, teaching like women all across the globe about like, crypto um, and also coding as well. Um, but in terms of that, you know, even on a smaller scale with with women of crypto i got a lot of messages like every single day from women telling me that this is their first project and like they finally found a project that like resonated with them and they were like like this is like what got me into the nft phase like women of crypto because i saw all these projects but it was never like it never felt right for me you know um and a lot of women are also me- reaching out to me telling me that this is like inspired them to start their own project um so one of crypto also has like an incubator so we basically like every couple of weeks we host an incubator where our holders are able to like pitch their project and then we basically take them under our wing and like supply them with like funding and like help them, you know, structure their NFT project and like with their timeline and just development process. Um, and also we're starting an app right now where we're going to be offering like educational courses for our holders as well on how to start a project. Because when I first started Woman of Crypto, like there was no really information out there. Like there is a little bit now, but at that time there was like, there was nothing online about how to start an NFT project, like to the scale that like things you actually need to know um and so I had to learn everything with like asking people a bunch of questions and like you know learning from like trials and tribulations um and so I think that's like one of the most valuable things that one of crypto brings is like learning from our experience if they want to start their own project um and obviously we want to focus mainly on like also we're starting our own podcast as well so we're going to be bringing on like a lot of like woman empowerment speakers and talking about like women in the web3 space and how we can obviously like create like a safer community for women in this space just because from my experience talking to everybody who like the woman I know in this space we all kind of dealt with the same things and the same experiences so it's like it's clearly not just me you know it's like it's beyond me and like it's like it's just the culture right now that I see and like I just want to create like a safe space for women to show that like we're just as equal in this nft space as well like I love that I, th- I think that's yeah. one of the, the reasons why it drove us to start what we're doing with the nifty checks because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like the space is still so new that we have the power and the ability to shape and evolve how it changes over time unlike right. you know the world of finance and and stock market like that's a, a cent- multiple century year industry that is set in stone and it's hard to break that but like this is such a new and malleable kind of world that we're, we're in. So it's very exciting. And one of the things that we've talked about here on the Nifty Chicks is how to not only highlight and, um, you know, empower women, but also how to appreciate and show gratitude towards the men in our lives who are supportive of us. And yeah. on your roadmap, you've got uh, the men of crypto drop. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear about like what drove you to um, include that, include men of crypto. Yeah. Um, in your roadmap so it's almost like a symbolism thing because again like at the end of the day the goal is not to like further like bring apart the gender gap in the nft space but it's to like bring it together and just normalize like men and women in the space not just men 
But again, like men are normally prioritized in this space. So the reason I like chose just women avatars at first is to prioritize like the women first and bring in more women to the NFT space. And then obviously then we bring in the men of crypto collection, which is a free mint for all the women crypto holders. Um, and so it's like, it's, it's like bringing them together. It's not like, you know, bring them further apart, if that makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. And that's one of the things that we're trying to do as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, by incorporating, you know, some some men led projects just in the uh, fact of they're supporting us. And oftentimes there are projects that men are leading that have women based missions behind them who are giving back to women um, focused communities. Um, mm -hmm. So we we love that. I, I think that's an awesome kind of angle that you're taking that not a lot of women focused projects are going that direction mm -hmm. are staying on that women's side. So um, I think that's super exciting. I agree. I see that you have your first community event is coming up in LA in April. Um, I'm, I'm a little bummed. I wish it was in March because I'm actually going to be there next week. I was like, oh, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been awesome if it would have, the timing would have worked out. We actually have one in two days in Malibu. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll be in San Diego, but oh, okay. that's yeah, a little, a little bit of a hike. It's like a smaller event. It's only going to have like 150 to 200 people, but nice. uh, we're going to have like a bigger event in April. So you guys should definitely come by. Um, it's going to be a cool event. Like we're having like women empowerment speakers, different like women CEOs. Um, it, and like, obviously it's just exciting. So I get to meet like the community face to face because, you know, it's like, it's a completely different feel when you're in the discord chatting, like with the PFP in the background. But I feel like when you really get to meet people in person, it creates like more of a personal relationship. Very awesome. Done. Before we before we go, I wanna I wanna ask about the um, avatars in the metaverse. Uh, I especially so we'll have the the women and then the men. And then I was thinking about it because I love animals. I feel like there should be pets. <laughs> I love it. People were bringing that up. People were literally bringing that. They're like, "What about pets of crypto?" And I was like, "Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's get of crypto." Maybe and just then, think about adding it to the road. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we were actually thinking about it, which is funny that you bring that up. But with the metaverse, so right now all of our avatars are already like metaverse ready, so like the full bodies are already rendered. So it's pretty easy to put them into the metaverse. Right now we're just deciding like which metaverse is best. Like obviously there's like I was just gonna ask that. Which one are you gonna go with? <laughs> yeah, like there's like sandbox. Obviously, there's the central land. There's NFTs world. There's like fluff world. Like there's a lot. Right. Um, so right. we're just trying to decide right now, like what's the best, just because right now, like sandbox and the central land are a little bit more pixelated, and woman of crypto is like a little bit different. So yeah, I we just need to like make a decision on that. Yeah, very cool. Uh -huh. Well, I just want to say thank you. I'm so glad that we were able to spend some time with you here today. Thank you so much for having me, and yeah. you know for. For taking the time you know to bring me on here super experienced for that good luck on all the things that you're doing you're crushing it so excited to speak to you and thanks for joining us of course well thank you guys so much all right wow amy is amazing and i love the fact that she is just trying so hard to bring so many more females into this space it is just the beginning and we are coming yep and i love i love the whole education aspect of of that project and bringing people together yeah it's awesome like awesome yeah well i hope everybody enjoyed this episode of the nifty chicks and if you are enjoying the nifty chicks of course we want you to subscribe on youtube but also we are on 
all your podcast players. And we would love it if you subscribe there as well and leave us a review because when you leave reviews, that's how we go up the charts and more people can find out about the Nifty Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think we should do a contest for review. Okay. What are you thinking? Let's, let's do that. Let's see. Um, Whoever leaves us the first review um, in all locations. So on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, if you can prove that you have left a review on all four of those, then I say we give them an NFT, a free airdropped NFT. Okay. I love it. I love, I love it. it. Let's do it. I love the spur of the moment. We're just going to do that, this. Yep. We just, that just, like, Gen FT just pulled that right out of her ass. <laughs> yep. I sure did. <laughs> I hope you're okay with that. I am. I am. I'm good Great. with that. All right, guys. Thank you so much um, for listening. And, uh, you know, thank you for following us. Um, you know, always remember invest in yourself. You are worth it. The Nifty Chicks podcasts are not providing investment advice and are not taking listeners and readers' personal circumstances into consideration when discussing investments in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. The Nifty Chicks is not registered to provide investment advice. All the opinions of the hosts, guests, and or sponsors of the show are their own and are for information and entertainment purposes only. Do your own due diligence and research. Neither Jenna Kazadoy nor Aaron Sell are financial advisors. We are sharing our journey with you as we learn more about this crazy little phenomenon called NFTs. We make no recommendations. We only share with you what we are learning and what we are considering investing in. You must research any financial investment on your own. Just know that we will always strive for radical transparency with any show associations. Happy minting.